0: Hey lady, do you sometimes feel like you've lost yourself? Are you internalizing your feelings and walking around on eggshells either at home or at work? Maybe there is something missing in your life but you just can't quite figure out what it is. Or even worse, you know what it is but you feel stuck and you can't move forward. Well, I have been there more often than I care to admit. I spent more than 20 years climbing the corporate ladder only for it to come to an abrupt end during a 10-minute meeting. I was so busy climbing that ladder to satisfy one aspect of myself that I neglected to take the time I needed to really focus on how to achieve true balance in every aspect of my life. Hi, I'm Anya Day, and welcome to the Find Your Voice and Own It Podcast, where I give women practical tips on how to find their voice through changing their mindset, identifying their passion, and owning their story, the good, the bad, and the ugly. So, go grab your favorite glass of wine. A cup of tea if you're driving. Relax, and let's peel away the layers of our complex onion to unleash our authentic voice that the world deserves to hear. Hey, owner tribe, welcome back to another episode of the Find Your Voice and Own It podcast with Anya Day. Thank you again for your continued support. So we're going to get into today's episode, which is about reflecting. So um, by the time you're listening to this episode, it, it will be the end of June going into July. And I think it's important that at the end of each quarter, if not more often, that we really take time to reflect on our goals when it comes to our business, our relationships, our personal goals, our family goals, all of the different aspects of what makes us, us. And for me, I like to make sure that I do it on at least a quarterly basis. And this quarter I wanted I actually took the word reflect and I made it into an acronym. So I really want to focus on those aspects and we'll dive deeper into some of the pieces either on this episode or in continued future episodes. So, you know, as you know, I have not kept a secret that this year has been challenging. <laughs> 2020 was a bear and 2021 came in like a lion or like a whatever as well. So it has been very important for me to just try to remain focused, remain intentional and push through the challenges that I have from a personal perspective, the challenges I have in terms of managing the different businesses I'm responsible for, my kids, all of those things. And I think it's important to be proactive when we're thinking about managing our business. So not just doing things when stuff hits the fan, but really be proactive. So that's the idea of really taking a pause and saying, okay, what do I need to reset for the remainder of the year? When you think about it it is, we're halfway through the year already, like we're, time flew. And you have two more quarters. And when I think about it, the third quarter really probably should be a re, almost one of your strongest quarters, or at least when you think about your third and the fourth. Because when you think about the fourth, you have several holidays in there. And yes, you can benefit from those holidays in a lot of ways, but sometimes we I don't want to say lose focus, but sometimes we aren't. There are other things that may take precedent. So maybe you're not able to to execute the way you need to. You have to do the executing in order to be successful in the fourth quarter. You really need to start planning now or if not earlier. So if I look at the word reflect, I made up an acronym, so I want to start with that. So for R, we're going to actually use the word reflect. So first, I want you to reflect on where you've been to determine where you want to be. So like I said, it's better to do this proactively and not when things are challenging, but that is also another time for us to reflect or consider a reset. So start with what you did last quarter. So if you reflect on your 20, your second quarter 2021 goals, what did you achieve? What didn't you achieve? Look at those goals. Look at your vision board that you created. I hope you didn't just create that vision board because you wanted something nice to look at. What are you doing to achieve those pictures, achieve those, achieve those words that you put in that vision board? Where do you want to see yourself by the end of the year? Think of some, These are some of the questions that I want you to ask yourself and to reflect and to spend some quiet time perhaps journaling, asking God for guidance. You have, in order to be able to hear from God, you got to be quiet sometimes. And that means time in solitude, time by yourself, time reflecting. Go to a beach somewhere. Go sit on the grass in the middle of the woods. Go separate yourself from the hustle and bustle of your everyday life. Separate yourself from social media. Separate yourself from the tons and tons of books that you have that are resources. You have to really think about okay, When you think about what went well and what didn't go well when it comes to your different goals and the different categories, you have to go then a step further to figure out why. So why did it go well? Why didn't it go well? Was it your routine? Was it a lack of execution, a lack of commitment? What was it that made you achieve or not achieve what you were looking at? And then after you reflect and really I don't want to gloss over, let me back up. I don't want to gloss over the being able to hear from God. So for me, I'm a Christian. I believe in asking God for guidance and at least trying to prepare yourself to hear from him. And really allow him to download into your spirit what you should be Pursuing or not pursuing. Yes, you can do it on your own. Well, I don't want to say yes, you can do it on your own. Yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you can make up what you want to do based on what your own needs and wants are. But if you just spend that quiet time and you listen out for that quiet, still voice, whether you believe it's God, whether you believe it's Holy Spirit, whether you believe it's your great grandmother Mabel, whatever it is, they're. In order for you, I believe that in order for you to kind of know what it is you want, you got to think about where you've been. And I mean, you think about a map and a GPS and the fact that when you're going to Virginia, so I live in Maryland and to get to Virginia, I can take literally because of where I live, I could take or... I guess anybody could do this, but I could take two different paths to get there. I could go up north and then go back down south 95, or I can go like across the 301 bridge and go the scenic route through Virginia. And then I'm in, well, then I'm in Virginia, but then going back up north to where I'm thinking like Woodbridge area, because that's where my boys live at. So... But in order to get there, I have to know where I was. I can't just say, oh, I want to get there. And if I'm not exactly sure how to get there, your GPS is going to take you from where you are. Not where you want to be, but where you are. So that reflection time to me is so important. And that's why I think it's important. It's imperative that you think about that before you then move on to your next step in terms of, okay, well, I've checked this off. Now I just need to check off these 10 things. I mean, if they're simple and quick, I'm not saying that you always have to do this and make this this super spiritual thing every time you want to go achieve a goal. I'm not trying to say that. I'm just saying at some point there should be reflective processes. Some people do it once a year. Some people do it once a week. Some people do it once a quarter. However, monthly, whatever works for you is what you should do. My thing is you have to do something. If you want to move forward in achieving your goals, you have to do something. This podcast is focusing on really helping you change your mindset, identify your passion, and own your true story. In order to... Pursue that passion that you're you're pursuing. Did I say that? Pursue your... mm, In order to achieve your purpose and to really achieve your goals, then you have to look at things differently. You have to learn how to be open to new approaches and new ways to achieving things. Let's just say that. So the second step in the process, E, is evaluate. So you evaluate your priorities so you can determine what you can conquer. I'll be the first person to admit that there are times where I think I could do everything, but I know realistically I can't. Well, maybe I should say I'm the first one to admit that I believe I can do anything, but I need to be realistic and know I cannot do everything. There's a difference. And I'm very guilty of taking on an enormous amount of responsibility. I've gotten much better about not taking on too much. I wanna delegate, but I don't have nobody to delegate to. I'm working on it. I really, really, really need a virtual assistant. I need several things, um, but anyway, let me not digress. But yes, yeah, so I'm learning to prioritize. So what goals do you want to pursue? You know, there may have been things that resonated for you, with you, when you first set them, but maybe they don't do it for you anymore. I want you to stretch yourself and make sure that you're not just doing a bunch of things that you can easily just hit, but also I want you to pace yourself. So stretch yourself, but pace yourself. We should be ambitious about where we want to go and where we want to see ourselves, but we shouldn't kill ourselves on the way. Some things you just won't be able to achieve. Some things maybe you don't have the resources to achieve. You don't have the bandwidth. You don't have the time. You don't have the knowledge. So evaluate your priorities so you can figure out what you may need to tweak or reset so you can determine what it is that you're actually going to be able to conquer for the rest of the year. So an example of something that may not resonate with you anymore. Maybe you had a goal to lose 20 pounds by September, but you already lost 30. (laughs) That would be awesome. (laughs) Oh goodness. Um, So then maybe that doesn't need to be your focus. Again, then In that situation, you're shifting your priorities. So your priorities as it relates to your health and wellness would be form uh, more of a maintenance function and making sure that you don't gain the 30 pounds back, making sure that you're being healthy about your overall lifestyle. So sometimes you might need to just make an adjustment. But evaluate those priorities so you can determine what it is you are going to achieve, conquer. Again, those priorities should... Reflect back to your vision and your mission and what your overarching goals were for the year. F is for which our third thing is to forecast your finances. So, a part of achieving your goal is you want to make sure if you're in a situation where we're talking about specifically business goals. You want to make sure that you're achieving some type of revenue, but you also have to be realistic about what season you're in and what expenses you have to pay. (laughs) So it takes money to make money. Lord knows I know that I believe strongly in investing in good coaches and good resources and good books and good tools and good systems in order for me to achieve my goals. So. I have to forecast my finances in order to know what it is that I can really achieve. So, like, I've, I've really, I have this thing I really want to do, but it costs money to do it. So, I have to be realistic about okay, well, can you do that? And do all of these other things too? No. And I, I again, have in my head, I'm like, oh, I can do anything. But I also need to realize I could do everything, anything within limits, within the bandwidth of me as a person, the bandwidth of me in terms of resources. If you're looking at revenue goals and you hit your targets, do you need to consider raising your goals? Should you say, okay, I'm going to increase this by 10%, I'm going to increase this by 20% because I easily hit that whatever that target was up until this point. Because again, like I said, you should be stretching yourself, but pace yourself and be realistic about what it is you can do within the capacity of you as a person, you as a business, whatever your team comprises of. Yeah, same thing goes for your household finances. So they go, especially when you're a business owner, and that's your only source of revenue, I have to balance that out. So for us, we don't have an outside source of income tied to a nine to five right now. We have several businesses. Some make money, some don't. And trying to figure out then, that means that the money that used to come from the hustle and bustle of The corporate job to pay to keep the lights on isn't there anymore. So I have to make sure that the money that does come in, that is used wisely, that I'm a good steward of those finances. And I haven't always been a good steward over those finances. And I acknowledge that. But now I am more intentional about how we spend money and what we prioritize. So just making make sure that it's a part of your plan, again, not just your business goals, but your household financial goals. Maybe you have a dream to buy a house, to buy a car, to pay off X amount of money on your student loans, to knock out this credit card. Whatever those goals are, you need to take a look at those and reevaluate those as well to figure out what you need to may need to adjust. So for us, we've had a number of, what do you call it? Huge (laughs) hits when it comes to our financial things for our house. So our well, we had a wet, we sit on a well. I live in the country, y'all. So we sit on a well. We had a major problem with our well last year. We had to replace our oil tank because we have oil heat and it was underground and it was leaking. So we had to replace that. Our air conditioner went out this year. We didn't have any insulation in our home because we had mold underneath the house. Time and time again, (laughs) there were just all of these challenges. So what little bit of money we thought we could reinvest in the business or we could use to do X, Y, and Z, those things had to be fixed and had to be corrected. And we had to figure out a way to do it, whether it was with our own resources or somebody else's resources, those are things that we couldn't necessarily forecast. But with this process, I want you to build in. I'm saying all this because with this, I need you to build in a cushion. You need a an emergency day, a rainy day fund, so that you can take care of those unexpected expenses and not have to necessarily rely on a credit card. Unfortunately, in the beginning, we were able to do that because. There was a cushion there. That cushion quickly dwindled because so many things kept occurring and things and the income wasn't coming in as quickly as the expenses were piling up. So, number three is forecast your finances. That's your F. So, reflect, evaluate, forecast. Now, the L, number four is learn to accept where you are right now. I've talked before about, you know, there are different seasons in your life and you go through different things at different times in your life. And sometimes we just have to be content in our season. Sometimes we want to grow quicker than God wants us to grow. Sometimes we want to go quicker than we're ready to grow. You may not be ready for a million dollar business, sis. You might not be ready for a $100,000 business. You have to learn to sometimes be content with where you are. Stop assuming, stop tying your achievements to who you are. Sometimes you have to separate that. What I mean by that is, so what you didn't hit this target. That doesn't mean that you're a failure. It means you didn't hit your target. Yes, you should look at why you didn't hit your target and reevaluate and readjust, but it doesn't make you a failure. Be realistic about where you are in the season, in your life, and in your business. I've had to make a hell of a lot of adjustments because I lost my job and I had planned on developing, doing certain things from an entrepreneur standpoint that I can't I couldn't do it the same pace because I wasn't bringing in all that money? <laughs> I took a huge, huge financial hit, and it's every day I do well, not every day because that'd be a lie. So, yes, periodically, probably once a week, at least twice a month, I do revisit the idea of okay, do I need to get a job, a regular traditional job. If nothing else, to pay down some bills and to eliminate some debts and to make it easier for me to finance certain things, to have something consistent. Those are things that you have to, again, reevaluate and learn to accept where you are. It doesn't. If I have to turn around and go back to work, it doesn't mean that I failed at my business. It just means that I'm being more intentional about how I am. Working the business because I'm not gonna just stop and give it up that ain't happening I know what God has placed on my heart and I know that I'm still going to be able to achieve what I need to achieve. don't get it twisted. Yes it may take me longer but those are learning to accept where you are and to be content is so important there are you know I, I my challenges with my day-to-day life and my relationship also are something that I have to take into consideration when pursuing my dreams. The challenges that I have with our kids is something that we have to take into perspective or take into consideration when you're trying to look at your goals. Your kids should be a part of your goals. What are your family goals? Especially we're going into, it's the summertime now. Them little rugrats not in school every day. So I have to make adjustments. Kisten started swimming lessons last week. He goes every day for two weeks. <laughs> and no, I didn't go every day. But, you know, it definitely, it, it caused a pause on some things. I don't think I've been on social media in a week. Other than a story here or there. So there are things between that and then other things. I had a really, one of my best friends lost her mom. And that messed me up. It shut me down for a second, just emotionally for me, that alone me trying to be supportive for her. For me, this woman had a huge impact on my life. She's the reason, she was the first person to expose me to church. My parents, when I grew up, my parents weren't saved. They weren't going to church. They weren't Christians. They weren't I don't want to make it seem like they were these atheists just running ragged, but that wasn't a part of their life. It wasn't a part of my family structure. My parents got saved when I was going to college (laughs) after I had already been saved for seven or eight years. So this woman, my best friend's mom, she was the one who took me to church. She came every week to pick me up. She was the one who exposed me to that kind of thing. So I'm sorry, I digress, but I'm just saying that I'm saying all of that to to, just as a reminder, accepting where you are, because between that and my physical stuff in terms of migraines, Kinston and his... What do you call it? The swimming lessons. There are adjustments that constantly had to be made over the last couple of weeks that impacted how I showed up for myself, how I showed up for my business. If you don't learn to accept it, you're just going to be on a hamster wheel. So again, it goes back to the whole idea of the GPS. So when you're talking about achieving your goals, I'm not just talking about, okay, you made $10,000, you want to make $12,000 next month. What do you have to do to get there? But it's looking at the bigger picture of all the other things that you have to do or that you have to deal with in a 24-hour period that will impact how you then execute and achieve your goals. That's what I'm saying. Okay, number five, E is establish a plan. So determine where you want to be because if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Look at your current priorities and then make them specific achievable goals. We've talked about goals before, how they should be smart goals. They should be specific, measurable. E is evaluate, I think, I don't know why. Why'd I say E? There's not even an E. Okay, specific, <laughs> measurable, A is achievable, R is realistic, and T is time bound. So, making sure that you then have smart goals for your refined priorities and what your priorities are going to be between now and the end of the year. Because again, you're trying to knock it out the park for the rest of the year. That's your goal. And Yes, you want to go at your own pace because you're not competing with nobody but yourself. You're not competing with nobody but yourself. I had to say that twice. But look at in order to to figure out what you want to do, sometimes you may have to to, to switch some of those goals that we talked about. So when you're establishing a plan, it includes looking at your routines. So you should have a morning routine. You should have. You should. If, if you're working a nine to five, then you need to figure out how you're also working your business in with your nine to five. If you're working multiple businesses, you have to figure that out. If you're working one business, you have to figure that out. If you're just starting a business, you have to, you have to plan to do these things. <laughs> they don't just happen. And how you plan your stuff you have to look at the bigger picture of, like I said, do you have a nine to five? Some One thing you might have to consider is if you're, let's say you're a writer and you want to start a blog, what time are you most creative? Are you most creative in the morning? Are you most creative at night? That becomes a part of your routine. When you're most productive, when you're most creative. When you're most whatever it is. So for me, I use exercise, I'm using exercise as a thing because I'm on this quest to remain, have a healthy heart. I am I like, I prefer to do mine in the morning. Like I wanna do it by 12. Like that's normally my goal. I wanna do it when I get up, but sometimes that doesn't necessarily happen, depends. Um, But it's easier for me to knock it out the park and do it in the more earlier part of the day than the evening. So if your goal is to increase your relationship with God and the spirit, the time that you spend prayer or reflecting or doing whatever, what's the most productive time of the day for you to do that activity? What kind of good, healthy habits do you need to build in order to, to make sure that you're not eating brownies all day? What type of good healthy habits do you have to be to make sure that you're spending the time that you want to spend with your parents, to spend the time that you want to spend with your sisters, your brothers, your siblings, your children, your, your husband, your wife, your partner, whatever? What habits are you building in order to to achieve those goals because you need to have these healthy habits in order to achieve these goals. For me, I love to do time blocks. I don't, the things on my calendar that are like concrete meetings. So like for using tomorrow as an example, I have an evaluation for my healthcare business that I have to do and it's at a set time. So I have to be online ready to do whatever, on Microsoft at 8 o'clock in the morning. So I have to work around that time that I have for the next two days that's scheduled for 8 to 5 or 8 to 4 or whatever, depending on the day. And I have to work around that. You need to schedule time blocks to get your stuff done. If you were to go to a meeting and you're working a 9 to 5 and your boss says you have to be there at 10 o'clock, you make it a priority to be there at 10 10 o'clock. Do the same thing for yourself. I've said this before. If you want to write your blog, you need to schedule time to write it. You want to finish that book, schedule time to write it. You want to exercise, schedule time to exercise. You need to do, you should be, I shouldn't say need. You should be doing something daily to achieve your goals. And you might not be working on all your goals every day. I'm not saying that, but you should be doing there. Yes, there are times that I, oh, trust me, self-clear and rest is extremely important to me. And to me, it helps you to recharge and it makes you more creative. So you need to do that, but you need to make sure that you're doing something to move closer to your goals. Okay. The next one is C, commit. So commit to seeing yourself win. That's number six. You have to commit. Committing to something can make the difference between achieving or missing your goal. If you slack off after a few days or a few weeks, were you really committed to it? Maybe life did get in the way. Life got in the way for me the last week. But do you allow life to get in the way all the time? Do you like do you allow life to get in the way when your boss tells you to do something you make it a priority because you know that your check is tied to it. Sometimes you have to do you have to do something to light a fire under yourself. How bad do you want it? Yeah, you gotta. Sometimes you have to sacrifice sleep. And I'm not, yes, I'm a grinder. I'm a gold digger. I'm a gold getter. I'm all of that stuff. But I'm also getting older. I'm not <laughs> 22 anymore. So I know the importance of rest. And I know the importance of trying to achieve some type of harmony and balance in your life and prioritizing everything that you have to do. If you remember, if you focus on your overall mission and vision and your why, that right there should fuel your commitment. What is your ultimate end game? When I look at exercising, I don't want nobody else raising my kids. I'm not finished pouring into them. I don't want some other lady living in my house because I done had a heart attack because I wasn't taking care of myself properly. I want to look different in my clothes. It's not about me being skinny mini. It's about me being a nice little fit thick. And I'm working on it. You have to focus on your why. My why for my businesses is trying to create generational wealth for my children. Trying to, to show them it's a different way of doing things. You don't always have to do things by the book. You don't always have to do things the way your parents told you had to do them, including me. They could choose a different path. They don't have to take the same path that I'm taking. But you focus on your why. If you focus on your why, then it should help you remain focused, remain resilient, and ultimately fight to overcome when those challenges come your way. It's like affirmations. It's like Motivational speaking. It's like all of those things. You feed yourself these things so that when adversity comes, you know how to rebound. You know how to 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 react. I don't even want to say react. Respond, whatever. That's why prayer shouldn't just be a, oh, God, help me. I'm in trouble. It should be a proactive daily thing. Don't just come to God when you want. Go to God when you want something. Like your kids. Your kids shouldn't discount on you, you and be nice and decide they want to do their chores because they're trying to save up money for the the next, what you call that thing, PS4, PS5, whatever number they're on, game system. They want a new computer. They want a new phone. They want a whatever. They should be proactive. You should be proactive in committing your goals. You should be proactive to see yourself win. And last but not least... T is time to execute. So you made a plan, you reflected, you revaluate it, you reset. Now you have to execute because you could plan, think and dream all day long, but if you don't execute, then you're gonna remain stuck. And I this is a this is a challenge for me uh, too. I mean everything I talk about has been a challenge or is a challenge for me. And some things I've overcome, some things I haven't. When it comes to, I am, I love to learn. So I'm famous for looking at books, listening to podcasts, doing whatever. But sometimes that can give make you stop because it's almost like analysis paralysis or information overload and all of that other stuff. So part of reflecting is find that quiet time. I think I said that in the beginning. But making sure that you have that quiet time to pause and reflect and not taking on too much. Because you got to execute what you've already learned. Yes, you should always be pouring into yourself from one perspective, but you also need to execute what you've already learned. You already got the goods. You're sitting on them. And you're just not moving forward. It's there. If you take the time to execute what you've what somebody's already poured into you, then you can be successful. Be patient with yourself. It's not going to happen overnight. What God has for you is for you. It ain't going nowhere. He's not going to say, "Oh, you taking so long? I'ma give it to Ganya. You taking too long? I'ma give it to Samantha." It don't work that way. His word says, "I know the plans I have for you." <laughs> For you, plans for good and not for evil, to give you a, a hope and a future, not to give it to somebody else. Your plan is for you. Your gift is for you. The gift that you have is for you to pour into others. So it's for you, but it's not just for you. I think I talked about that on my last, I think it was the last episode, the purpose episode. So, and so yes, go back and listen to that if you haven't listened to it. We talked about purpose and how it's not for you. It's not just for you. But when I say, when I was saying that, I meant that God has a plan for you and you can rush and achieve it all you want, but there's no need. (laughs) Yes, you can't get back time. And I want you to use your time wisely. And I want you to be intentional about your time. But you also, like I've said, you have to be realistic in terms of where you are and where you're going to go. So I hope that this episode was helpful for you. As a, Let's go back and recap. So our acronym for reflect was R was reflect. E was evaluate. Evaluate your priorities so you can determine where you want to go. F is forecast your finances. L was learn to accept where you are right now. E was establish a plan. C was commit to seeing yourself win. And T is time to execute. I need y'all to go execute. You need help working through your goals or going through this plan or trying to figure out kind of where to start because... Because it can be overwhelming. I know I'm doing it. I've been there. I've done it. I've done this type of thing for my corporate life all year. I had to set goals all my corporate career. The goals that had to be achieved, huge financial targets that had to be hit. I had to make a plan with my team in order to do that. You need help and you want some help. Shoot me a DM. Go to my Instagram page and click on, um, there's a link to book a free strategy session with me. You want to talk about it. I'm having a group coaching program that's going to launch. I don't have a date yet, but the plan is for it to be by the fall, late summer, early fall. So um, that also may be something that may be of interest to you. But if you found this information helpful today, please make sure that you subscribe, rate, and review. Share it with your friends. Tag me in your posts when you're listening. Please make sure you tag me so that I know, because I won't. I don't know unless you um, tag me. And if I miss you, I apologize because I know stories they go away after 24 hours. But like I said, I had a challenging week or two and so I just haven't been on Instagram that much in the last week or two so but anyway I love you all until next time grace and peace Thank you for joining the Find Your Voice and Own It podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe and leave a review because I welcome and value your feedback. You can also tag me in your stories at It's On Your Day so I can personally connect with you and know who is in my tribe. I am looking forward to continuing to work with you to write your own story. Until next time, grace and peace.